What we love rules our hearts. What we look up to determines our lives. What we value controls our every decision. What we hallow is a matter of life and death. And so the Lord's Prayer continues on from our Father in heaven, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, hallowed be your name. It's only a four-word phrase, but it needs a lot of unpacking. There are three things that really need explaining for a modern audience. Firstly, there's that archaic word hallowed. In modern English, the word hallowed is only really preserved for sports venues. Uh, you know, for a football fan, maybe Wembley is hallowed ground, or if you're a Liverpool fan, Anfield is hallowed turf. Uh, Wembley uh, is, is like that to footballers, or Lord's Cricket Ground for a cricket fan is hallowed ground, hallowed turf. And hallowed means regarded as holy. But that's the second thing that needs explaining, really. What does holy mean? What does the word holy mean? Well, really, it means set apart, devoted, consecrated, special, committed. So here's how Jesus teaches us to pray. First, we recognize who we're praying to, our Father. Then we recognize where we've come. We've come in heaven to pray. And now we pray, Father in heaven, may your name be regarded as sacred, as special, as set apart. And that's really the final thing to be explained, name. What is God's name? If we're meant to hallow God's name, what is God's name? Well, a few months ago, we considered the phrase taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, literally, it, it meant lifting up the Lord's name to vanity. Uh, and we saw there that God's name is his character. It's his gospel nature, which is expressed in Jesus. And so to put all of this together, what does it mean to pray, hallowed be your name? Well, it means, may your gospel character, as I see it in the face of Jesus, may your gospel character be regarded as precious, first in my heart and then in the world. That is the first thing that Jesus wants us to pray. He wants us to hallow the gospel character of God as we see it in the face of Jesus. He wants us to get our worship right. This is a truth that uh, even the very secular writer David Foster Wallace acknowledged in his famous commencement address. Uh, he said this uh, in a speech in the day-to-day -day trenches of adult life, there is actually no such thing as atheism. There is no such thing as not worshipping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. He goes on, if you worship money and things, if they are where you tap real meaning in life, you could say, if that is what you hallow, then you will never have enough money and things. You'll never feel you have enough. It's the truth. Worship your own body and beauty and sexual allure. You could say, hallow your own beauty and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally plant you. Worship power, he says, <coughs> and you will feel weak and afraid and you will need ever more power over others to keep the fear at bay. If you worship your intellect, if you hallow your intellect, being seen as smart, you will end up feeling stupid, a fraud, always on the verge of being found out, and so on. Look, says Foster Wallace, the insidious thing about these forms of worship is not that they're evil or sinful, it is that they are unconscious. 
They are default settings. They're the kind of worship you just gradually slip into day after day. David Foster Wallace knew it, the author. Jesus preached it. Day after day, our hearts hallow other things. Our hearts run after other objects of worship. And if you're not hallowing the true source of meaning and significance and hope and freedom, then you will be torn apart. Each day I need to set my heart afresh on the true source of goodness and beauty and truth. What do you hallow? It is a matter of life and death. It is the very first thing Jesus tells us to pray about in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. What do you hallow? Football fans may hallow Wembley. Cricket fans may hallow Lord's Cricket Ground. What is sacred? What is special? What is precious in your sight? By nature, it's not Jesus. By nature, we prize things more than we prize our Lord. By nature, we are captivated by a thousand competing gods. And so we pray, Heavenly Father, reveal more of your beauty. Win my heart again. We pray, Father, may Jesus be my highest affection. Hallowed be your name.